Welcome to the Music of America podcast, where every week we visit a different state in America and meet a different guest in the music industry. Every day, Monday through Friday, we begin in Alabama and we end in Wyoming. I'm your host, Tom Pollard. Let's talk music here on the Music of America. The Music of America podcast continues with Vastai Jackson today in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. We're going to meet Vastai after we talk about Flash Jam. Discover your celebrity at the newest, hottest, most interesting, and fun live music show to hit the scene in probably 50 years. It's called Flash Jam. Whether you perform live music or you enjoy watching live music, Flash Jam has something for everyone. Flash Jam is a dynamic way for musicians to come together, perform, compete for recognition, and for prizes and rewards. Whether you're new to the stage or an experienced musician, Flash Jam provides an exciting platform to collaborate and showcase your talents. Musicians will perform hit songs with other random musicians who share a passion for that same song. Existing bands are featured, performing iconic songs to display their new and emerging local talents as well. And then the live music patrons, patrons, the audience, they participate by voting for their favorite musical combinations of the night. It's called Flash Jam. It's coming to a market near you. Flash Jam. Welcome to the show. Vastai Jackson is our guest. And Vastai, you're a blues man, right? I am like, that and so much more. And so much more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Blues so, is the roots. Everything else is the fruits. Oh, that's nice. I like that. Uh, how long have you been playing, man? Man, I have been playing guitar professionally for 51 years. Oh, my goodness. I didn't think he was that old. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yes, sir. Always down in the Delta area or always down in Mississippi? Or did you play around? Well, Mississippi, you know, we uh, the Delta is probably in terms of uh, blues history is one of the most, uh, let's say, uh, common or frequently memorized names. But I'm from Macomb, yeah. Mississippi, which is oh, okay. South Mississippi. Yeah. That's the home of Bo Diddley. Okay. So, uh, okay. A huge, huge uh, music culture there with gospel, blues, and country and western. So, come from a musical family. So, I uh, heard music in my mother's womb and yeah, never made a decision to be a musician or to play guitar. It was just music always around the family. So, everybody had to play and bang or something. Yeah, you didn't have a choice, man. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. That's <laughs> funny. Uh, what kind of music did you grow up listening to? Were you, were you raised in gospel, like a gospel environment? Is that what your mom was saying? Well, well I was raised in an environment of, uh, I what I call the um, um, Mississippi Trinity, or the music trinity of, of the USA, and that was blues, gospel, and country and western. Gotcha. My grandfather, Sammy Jackson Sr., was an incredible blues guitarist, harmonica player, singer. Uh huh. Uh, and uh, just for, just in terms of the culture, he was uh, short, very dark, and uh, my grandmother was very fair and taller than him, and she was uh, part Irish, and so we she loved country music and gospel. Oh, fun! So I grew up with the uh, the, the the raw blues influence of my grandfather and the gospel and country influence of my grandmother. So. You know, it was everything from B.B. Uh, King to uh, Hank Williams, yeah? Uh -huh. mm -hmm. Man. And, of course, Mahalia Jackson and all that stuff. Right. I, I was guessing when you grew up, Mahalia Jackson was huge back then, right? Oh, yeah, like absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The ward singers and, of course, the soul stirrers, you know what I mean? And right. Pilgrim right. Jubilees and all of that stuff. So have you always been a solo act? Have you played with bands before, Vesta? No, 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 no. My, no, my main gig, man, up until I didn't really be begin to do, uh, let's say, a solo artist thing until I was probably about 29, 
authority. I, I've been a, a musical director, producer, arranger for uh, for my late teen years. You know, working, starting to work at Malico Records when I was mm -hmm. eighteen, and uh, was ZZ Hill, Denise LaSalle, the Williams Brothers, Jackson Southern Mares, uh, Johnny Taylor, Lattimore, on and on and on. Uh, Eddie Floyd. Man, you uh, had some names yeah, you dealt with, people. huh? Yeah. Yeah, Bobby Bland later on, you know, yeah. B.B. King, I did the, the Blue Summit record with B.B. King that won a Grammy, and uh -huh. a bunch of production stuff for uh, Alligator Records. And so, you were uh, at a record company doing that, a production company, rather? Well, well, the main soul music record label, independent record label, is Malico Records of Jackson, Mississippi. You okay. may recall the song Misty Blue by Dorothy Moore. Uh -huh, um, right. Groove Me King for was recorded there. Of course, ZZ Hill, Down Home Blues, Johnny Taylor. Last two dollars, yeah. you know, Bobby Bland, Little Milton, all of that stuff. So, and I, I, I came to Jackson, Mississippi, uh, on a music scholarship to Jackson State University, gotcha. HBCU. Uh -huh. and I was a percussion major there. Yeah. Oh, really? Well, that's kind of like, like on the aspect of let's say the transition from small town Macomb, Mississippi, right, and playing mm -hmm. with the juke joints with the local people there. Yeah, yeah. And then moving to Jackson, which was the capital. And going to Jackson State, and this is the home of Malico Records. So my first uh, actual recording sessions in terms of in a real studio happened at Malico Records. Now, at that stage, and, and that I'm talking about like the late teens, early 20s, when you mm -hmm. started, like, you know, what else was going on in the world? Like, what was the musical, uh, what the musical landscape in the country look like, or the musical landscape of the world look like? Well, I mean, I was engrossed in... Uh, you know, jazz, really jazz, funk, and then you had this uh, this other element that was coming along, let's say, in the mid to late seventies, and that was what was called jazz fusion. Chick yeah, Corea, yeah. Return to Forever, Mahavishnu Orchestra, Jungle Ponte. I mean, all of this kind of stuff was happening, right? Right. And so, as opposed to the traditional stuff of Duke Ellington, Count Basie, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Um, and Sarah Vaughan and Ella Fitzgerald and that kind of thing. So I had this great mix, you know. I mean, uh, my my uncle, when I was about fifteen, gave me a Billy Cobham record. Billy Cobham, great, you know, jazz drummer. Great, right, right. He's a drummer because I was a percussion major. And then my father gave me a West Montgomery uh, uh, album. So uh -huh. I always heard the blues and gospel and country. That was default around the house. Yeah, yeah. But my, my my exposure to the other stuff happened between my uncle and my father, and that was um, Billy Cobham. And West Montgomery, you know, which led me to explore Kenny Burrell and Joe Pass, you know what I mean? Jim Hall, all these iconic, you know, jazz guitarists, right. you know. Yeah. So, what, so got but, you, but, what got you back then? Because, like, they, they say that, well, you know, blues and jazz are their cousins, right? And you, mm -hmm. you kind of got into jazz and then got back to blues, or did you get into blues because of jazz? Nah, nah, man. I think it's a misnomer. The mere fact that, that, that jazz is an outgrowth of blues, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, so therefore, I, if, if you are a jazz player, you, you can never disassociate yourself with blues. Okay. Because, I mean, the fundamental, I mean, in terms of music theory, the fundamental basic progressions are 2 5 1 and 1 4 5. Of course, 1 4 5 being the blues fundamental. Right. Yeah. I mean, you still have that in jazz, but it's more 2 5 1s in jazz, of course, chord progression. So, uh, but the main thing about it is when we talk about jazz from a rhythmic field and aspect of swing, you know, that comes out of the blues shuffle. Right, right. You know, which is, you know, which is the, the first and the third eighth of a triple. But so, uh, you, you know, pardon? Now, I was going to say, now that you brought up Shuffle, the first song you're just going to play, Blues Booty, mm -hmm. 
that's, yeah. that's quite a, that's a really good shuffle. Uh, yeah. And, and uh, I didn't know what to think. You know, when I saw Blue's Boot, I said, where's this going? What's this about? <laughs> 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 but I put it on, man. It's a, it's got a real good shuffle beat to it. I, that really dug it. It was really cool. So, uh, well, I'm glad you like that. Yeah. What, uh, what prompted that? What Blue's Booty? What's that about, man? Oh, come on, man. I'm in Mississippi, man. You know what I mean? Uh, all the women down here are blessed. You know what I'm saying? That's all right. greens in the fat back, you know, in the candy yams. They miss them. You know what I mean? That's you know, right. the, the, ideal, the ideal woman here, man, is 38, no, 36, man. 60, 69. <laughs> so, so the 69 is what the blues booty is, right? That's what that's, that's right. That's a, that's something, man. It's and, a really, can, it's a fun can, song. Move it. Yeah. It's just a fun yeah. song, you know, and and just the yeah. just the energy behind the song, and then when you really listen to it, it just it, it, it makes you giggle, you know. But it's it's fun, and we're gonna yeah. we're gonna listen to it. This is Vasti Jackson, our guest today on the Music of America podcast, and the song is called Blue Booty. Have some 
long as that booze booty, that don't get you moving, I don't know what will, man. That's Vastai Jackson, our guest here on the Music of America podcast. I'm your host, Tom Pollard. We'll get back to Vastai and talk to him about some more of his music. Hey, bass players, The Bag is a high-quality leather gig bag family of products that are handmade in the United States with the finest craftsmanship, a beautiful, sophisticated, and very cool overall appearance. They're made of some of the finest quality leather and cushion available and meant to last you literally a lifetime. I mean, really, a lifetime. They have over 30 years in the leather industry. Extremely proud to introduce this whole line of gig bags targeted at both the skilled professional as well as the fun-seeking novice. Their hope is that you will love the bags as much as they do. The bag. Tony Vaughn Base Bags. Used to be at a website, websites under construction, being redone, so you have to find them on Facebook. It's Tony Vaughn Bass Bags, or you can just find The Bag at Musician's Friends, Sweetwater, wherever you buy your gear. The Bag. Best Eye Jackson. Best Eye, what do you play, man? What do you play? What what guitar or guitars do you play the most? Wow, man. Listen, I mean, uh, over the years, you know, guitars are really tools, and I have a bunch of tools. So uh-huh. it's really, it's really, you know, like the, the best screwdriver for the job. Uh, uh, so let me just uh, recently, I mean, fundamentally, let's go back. I mean, uh, my first really good guitar was a Gibson ES-175, which was a hollow body, uh-huh. a deep jazz, jazz box, you know, Joe Pass, West Montgomery had the Super Bowl 100. So that was the first thing. Then working with Malico, more of the sounds. In terms of session, everybody had, I had to deal with two sides of that, which was a Stratocaster and a Tele, right? So Strat and a Tele is always part of the arsenal, right? Uh-huh, and right. of course, electric is, is generally going to be a 335, some sort of semi-hollow. And and and, and I have uh, some PRSs as well. Uh, that kind of gives me what I need in, in the electric realm. Of course, yeah. acoustic, acoustic uh, we're talking about Taylor, uh, uh, National Rose of Finance have a 1932 Duolian and wow. Delphi, and, cool. uh, and, I, and I play some other resonated guitars from a couple of Hall Republic that are almost like parlor size, like three quarter size, but they sound well. And uh, and all of those are retrofitted with uh, a Fishman pickup, humbucker, and then right. a Paizo under the bridge. So it's basically their stereo out. So what, however the song moves you, that's how you decide what, what guitar to play? Or do you maybe pick up your, your 335 and when you write a song, that's, because that's what you wrote it on, that's the one you're going to play it on? What do you do? Do you switch no, up? To- yeah, I switch up because unlike someone who says, okay, this is my sound. And I mean, mm-hmm. my sound is a strap. My sound is a Les Paul. I tend to use the guitars that I feel best complement the song uh-huh. or the singer, even if it's me singing, like on the song... Uh, Blues Booty, that is a uh, Yamaha AS2200, which is a 335 style guitar. Yeah. Yeah, it's made by Yamaha. And it sounds quite, you know, very much like a Gibson, but not quite. And uh, as, as you can hear uh, on that particular recording, that is a uh, Fender Blues Deluxe uh, amplifier. Mm-hmm. And I think I used an SM57 and maybe a Groove tubes, two microphones, one in one. You know, at, a, at an angle off axis yes. to the speaker, and one about twelve inches or six inches above the back of the amp. So oh, that's that, interesting. That's, that's two so you tracks, might, you know. So you get more. Go ahead. Yeah, you mic the front and the back. Yeah, because you know the front, I'm getting more of the speaker sound from yeah. the uh, from the SM Sure SM57 with the groove tube, which is a tube microphone. I'm getting quite a bit of a room sound. Yeah, you know what I mean, so yeah. I, I don't want it to be the attack to be so present. You know what I mean? 
Right. So when I just blend those together from a recording perspective, yeah. So I'm building a, a studio at my house in Missouri, and nice. And I'm constantly listening for that kind of information, you know, because okay. I've I've got a band room set up. You know, walk mm -hmm. in like you walk in from the outside, you're walking into the dance floor, right? But right to your okay. left is where the gears all gonna be set up, and then I got a control room back in the corner there, and I want nice. I'm listening for ideas like this when I start actually setting the sound when i get everything done when i get my walls up mm -hmm. i get my walls are up i get my ceiling finished i get my yeah. paint done i get my floors down i get my plumbing done in the bathroom and my doors are all up and i'm ready to go that's what i want to do man i want to start playing around with sound in that room to get the best sound so that when vasti jackson's in town he calls me up he says hey bug man i want to come by and jam for a little bit i said come on by you know yeah and uh we'll go in and we just i walk in the control room control room and i want to i want to hit power on and hit record and then that's it yeah, yeah. well listen man let let you know i'm a i'm a gear nerd and i'm also a recording engineer so let's continue this dialogue yeah for and, sure uh, yeah i'll come up there and we'll have some fun and record some stuff can't wait now where is hattiesburg you said it's more down south right it is it is south hattiesburg is is uh more south east than macomb 75 miles actually east of macomb so if you're on Highway 49, which goes up into Oak, the Delta, you know, the crossroads, right, Highway right. 49 and Highway 61, intersect. Yeah. Well, Highway 49 runs all the way down to the Mississippi Gulf Coast. So you pass Hattiesburg. So we are about an hour and five minutes from, from the Gulf of Mexico, or Biloxi, Mississippi. Okay. Okay. Because so I'm trying to picture like, like yeah. Biloxi and Gulfport and around mm -hmm. there. So are you in between? An hour north of that. Oh, oh, north. Okay, north. okay, okay. and Biloxi run into each other. It's like you know a suburb and a city. Yeah, yeah. You know what okay. I mean? So, so, but Hattiesburg is basically an hour, hour, ten minutes north of of that on Highway Forty Nine. Gotcha. We get mm -hmm. uh, got uh, talked to some some cats uh, down down in uh, Biloxi the other day, and they're like, "Man, you got to come down here." In fact, the yeah. band the band on tomorrow. Uh, after your show, the band called the squonk and th okay. they do this really interesting thing. And you just got to hear the show and hear them talking about it, but it's, it's real interesting, an interesting concept mm -hmm. on music of what they do. And I've been thinking, man, I want to go down there. And then Bill Landry who builds amps, one of my sponsors, he's in, in Mississippi. And now you're in Mississippi. I'm like, I think the gods are calling me down there. Man. You know, man, you gotta, you gotta come back. Listen, man, <laughs> the thing about it is that, you know, Mississippi per capita has more Grammy winners than any other state in the country, actually any other location of, in the world. Now, yeah. you talk about the likes of the, you know, uh, of American music. Mississippi mm -hmm. is like the birthplace of American music. Listen, brother, we have Jimmy Rogers, yeah. who's the father of country music, and we have Robert Johnson, who's the father of the blues. Yeah. Now, right. Sweet Home Chicago, the, the the most recorded blues song in the world, Mississippi, Robert Johnson. You know, you got Conway Twitty, you got. Marty Stewart, you got Elvis Presley, B.B. King, yeah, John yeah. Lee Hooker, Sam Cooke. Man, we could just go on for a week calling names of all these great, iconic musical artists from Mississippi. You know what I mean? So, and and um, when you think yeah. about it, that's right. But I don't think about that. But uh, look at all those legends that have come. That's right, man. That's a good point. Oh, Diddley. Yeah, man. Oh, Diddley, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Vesta, yeah. you're a you're an educating fool, dude. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> hey man, li listen, man, listen. Listen, you know, I I only take breaks uh, from music uh, to sleep and eat and do podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> well, I'm not even, I'm not really even taking a break right now in the podcast. We're still doing music. 
yeah. still doing stuff. Well, let's get, to another, let's get to another song. And this is really cool. It's just you and a guitar, right? Miss the Mississippi and you. Just you and a guitar. And it's so sweet and so subtle and relaxing, man. I could I get this like lazy summer image while I'm listening to this song, wow. maybe sitting by the river, you know, maybe with a catfish line or something and just just, just chill, let, you know. Let me let me let me tell you a bit about the song. Yeah. This song was a was a major record for Jimmy Rogers, the father of country music. I did not know. It was that. America's yeah, the America's Blue Yodeler. So he's a country guy. So yeah. I was doing a because I'm an actor as well, I, I was doing a, a, a theater production for a play entitled America's Blue Yodeler, the life uh-huh. of Jimmy Rogers. Uh-huh. Jimmy Rogers was a yodeler. Yodeling. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, you know, Switzerland, uh, Austria. Well, around the turn of the century, in Mississippi, he was around all these sharecroppers, and his father worked on the railroad, and these Africans were now in America, and going through Jim Crow, and all this stuff. So you heard all of these guys hoboing and singing the blues and African influence things and what ha- they would say jimmy rogers is yodeling the blues so it was the influence of austria switzerland mm-hmm. and the africans in america in mississippi and this this uh, this africanization of these melodies that made his, his yodel unique so as opposed to going traditional like your lady so those those subtle Chromaticisms and bends and microtonality, which harken from the African thing. Yeah. So Jimmy would say, "I yodel the blues." So now, in having to learn the script for this and learn these Jimmy Rogers songs, right? I recorded a CD entitled "The Soul of Jimmy Rogers" because by studying the history of his music and listening to the music, I realized that the that the thing that really undergird Jimmy and made him unique was that it was the blues. The soul of Jimmy Rogers, in essence, is the blues. So when you hear the song, Mr. Mississippi, mm-hmm. which was reported by the father country music, Jimmy Rogers, that is my sort of uh, interpretation of that, from, of how it made me feel. I'm not attempting to duplicate Jimmy. This is what this sound inspired in me. Yeah. This is me bringing it out. And it was on my Grammy-nominated um, 2017, 2016 CD, The Soul of Jimmy Rogers. So You were Grammy. Now you got to... Not, I did not. Oh, yeah, we have that. several, several, several Grammy nominations. Yeah, praise God. And so, yeah, man, so it was in the presence of such greatness, man. That's cool. <laughs> well, well, you know, God is good. I'm blessed, and yeah. uh, like I said, man. So I, I'm glad you dig that song, man. You I really know, do. Yeah, I was so yeah. Kick back and listen to it here. Vasti <laughs> Jackson, Hattiesburg, Mississippi, right here on the Music of America podcast. This song, "Miss the Mississippi and You." city lights tired of the glamour and tired of all the sights in all my dreams I'm roaming once more back to my home on that old river shore I'm sad and weary Far away from home, Mr. 
Mississippi I miss the Mississippi and you Days are dark and dreary Everywhere I go I miss the Mississippi and you I've been roaming this wide world over Lonely and feeling blue, so blue Nothing seems to cheer me until I get home I miss the Mississippi I miss the Mississippi and you Memories are bringing happy thoughts like before I miss the Mississippi and you And the mockingbirds they're singing around the front door I miss the Mississippi I miss the Mississippi and you Mississippi I miss the Mississippi I miss the Mississippi and you Vestai Jackson Hattiesburg Mississippi and the song miss the Mississippi and you it just man that song could just lull you to sleep if you let it you know Normous Productions has been producing and recording music and videos for over 20 years after years as a performer, the owner, Van Verhoeven, decided to get back to that which he loves the most, production. After tutelage under Jordan Valeria, he opened up his own place out in Millican, Colorado. High-end instruments, high-end tools are on hand to make your sound compete with that of your favorite records. He has one goal in mind, and it's for you to look and sound as professional as possible. So go make some records. Go make some videos. Be Normous Productions. They're on Facebook and at www bnormousproductions.com Vastai Jackson have you done videos man have you done and, and I'm not talking about doing a recording on YouTube I'm talking about doing a video video have you done those before I have listen man I, I, I we have a, a video that I absolutely love I love doing it I was uh, working I've been I work a bunch in Africa so I was in uh, Rwanda and uh, we did one for uh, you know tourism there and it's called Rondaful, which is R W A N D A F U L. So if you have an opportunity, it is on YouTube. Uh -huh. uh, and the, the song is on iPod and all those things. It's called Rondaful, Vasta Jackson. It's about the beautiful country of Rwanda. We say Rwanda, they say Rwanda, which is uh -huh. East Africa. So I've been, uh, you know, um, working in Ghana, in uh, Ethiopia, Morocco. And uh, with the Touaregs and recording music and production there and, and doing documentary filming there as well. So, uh, yeah, wonderful. That's wonderful. It. Got it. Yeah. I, I, immediately, I thought of that movie with uh, John Don Cheadle, you know, Hotel Rwanda. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ho 
Hotel Rwanda, yeah. Tough movie, man. Tough movie to watch, you know. It's a tough movie. But the interesting thing, man, the country has is developed so quickly and it leaps and bounds. It is yep. now the second cleanest country in the world. No the kidding. The first being wow. Singapore. And it has the strongest inf- infrastructure of all the countries in Africa, and they're 54. You know, I mean, uh, there are no electrical dropouts. You know, the water is great. Public transportation, internet, everything is such a beautiful country. They you know, just don't know so many great things there. What was your favorite accomplishment professionally? Like the one thing that you yeah. did that, that you really dug that you got a chance to do? Wow, my God, bro. <laughs> I, I, there been, there's been so many. I, that would be hard to pinpoint. Um, How about I, one? Give me thing, one. Oh, man. I don't know if I can pinpoint one. I'm, I'm, and I'm having to think a little bit. <laughs> oh, my God, bro. Man, I, I, I just cannot narrow it down. I mean, I mean, you, you've named friend. you've named producing a bunch of just grade A cats, right? You've you've traveled yeah. the world. You know, you've gotten a degree. You've got. Did you say you got your master's or you're working? No, 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 no. I left. I left school to, to go on the road. Okay, okay. I, I, I was a professional major at Jackson State. Yeah. Okay. Um, listen, man. The thing is, there just cannot be one professional thing. I'm sorry. It can't be, but I can tell you about some iconic things. Okay. Uh, let's very see. interesting yeah. things. Of, of course, uh, well, being the musical director for ZZ Hill, right after the, the Down Home Blues became such a hit, I was 20 years old, going into 21, and we were, we, we, this is where I first met B.B. King. We were doing 30, a 32-date tour, you know, opening for B.B. King. Uh-huh. So that's when I met B.B. King. That's a great thing. I worked with uh, Wynton Marcellus, the great jazz Orchestrator, ranger, trumpet player mm-hmm. on um, some you know film scores and stuff like that. I also worked with Harry Connick Jr. and uh, Sandra Wilson. Uh, so when we talk about the professional realm, so many of these people are just so such wonderful spirits and iconic artists, and they just cannot be a favorite. They are all such gifts to me. I mean, I've just been so enormously blessed. Yeah. To uh, to work with these people, I just finished a. Um, a uh, orchestral presentation with uh, with Chris Brubeck, who's the son of David Brubeck. Okay. Uh, uh, three movement concerto for classical and blues guitar, or classical and electric guitar, actually, and uh, with the Memphis Symphony Orchestra. So when we think about things like that, it's hard to go like that is my all time favorite. Right. You know what I mean, right, right. But but it, it but it but I also you know I work with Playing for Change. We have uh, eighteen schools in fifteen countries. So I'm in Brazil, I'm in Argentina, I'm teaching, I'm working with kids mm-hmm. uh, in, 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 in Ghana and different places. So, you know, man, it's, it's such a wonderful gift. And I treasure all of those things. And I thank God that I, I still love music. I'm in love with music still. Yeah. It is my biggest joy in terms of an activity. And, um, and people still call and send emails and re- my services. Now I do perform as an artist, as solo guitarist, or with band mm-hmm. and festivals and things like that. And I enjoy all of that stuff. But I can't really say that I enjoy one better than the other because it's just doing music. And if I'm doing music alone and no one hears it, I still get so much joy from it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't yeah. need an audience to enjoy creating music. But it's a beautiful thing to actually have something internal. And you can bring it outside of yourself and put it in a tangible context where people can see, touch, feel, or hear it and seeing their reaction to it. And if it brings them joy, oh, man, that's so much the better. Amen, brother. I mean, that says it, that says it all right there. <laughs> that's what music's about, you know. 
and and to make it tangible like you said make it something people can 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 feel they can hear it they can touch it you know then you've touched them and you've got that gift that uh, that you've got that gift inside of you and the, the the greater ability to bring it out and position it in a way where people want to they want to hear it they want to taste it they want yeah. to touch it yeah that's cool Fast Eye Jackson is our guest. The last song of yours is called That's It, I Quit. And oh. <laughs> people don't know this, but at the beginning of this podcast, it took us about 45 minutes to actually get it under, get it, un, you know, get it going. And I thought I was going to get a call from you and you saying, That's it, I quit. I can't get that. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. That's funny. So uh, That's yeah. It, I Quit. It's a great testimonial song. What's it about? <laughs> well, it, it, it really means to try, try, try again. And they say, uh, what does it say? Uh, a quitter never wins, and uh, a winner never quits. Right. But sometimes you, you got to know when to hold them. You got to know when to fold them. You got to know when to walk away, and you got to know when to run. So you got to know <laughs> when to. So that that song was written after trying and trying and trying. Yeah. You know what I mean, and, 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 and listen, I'll, I'll, I'll make it even a little more personal. You know, in a love affair with a woman who had a big old booty. booty. <laughs> and I tried, and I tried, and I tried, and, and but then I had to give up and say, "Well, that's it. I quit." So it's yeah. just like uh, uh, sometimes you're hot, sometimes you're cold, right? You know what I mean? You're hot like fire, you're cold as ice. You know what I mean? That's a right. thin line between love and hate. Well, I can't keep going back and forth. Damn it, that's it. I quit. Yeah. So turn the guitar up real loud because I want you to. <laughs> and feel the conviction that's funny it's a good yep. song it's it's a fun song man again i i, I enjoyed it so, and you know we're doing this we're recording this it's a saturday morning so it's really a good wake up in more ways than one you know a wake up call <laughs> <laughs> yeah fast yeah. eye jackson from hattiesburg mississippi the music of america podcast and the song that's it i quit
Jackson, that's it, I quit. But guess what? We don't quit, do we, Vastai? No, we never quit. We never quit, especially with this special little gift. With the holidays coming up, Vastai sent us an extra song. We usually do three songs on this show. But with the holidays coming up, we're going to play a holiday song for you. Set it up for me, man. Well, this song is called Jingle Your Jingle Bell, right? And what it means is that Music bells ringing and the kids hear them and maybe even us older folks hear me. We get excited because the holiday seasons are coming here, right? Yeah. And but the guy says to his um lady friend, or she says to him, Baby, let me jingle. Huh. Your jingle bell. You know what I mean? So uh underneath the mistletoe, you yeah. know what I mean? That yeah. kind of thing. Uh um uh, uh I love it when you're nice, but when you're Naughty or twice as nice. You know what I mean? Uh, so <laughs> it, it's just a fun song that people can dance with and laugh about. And then they can uh, do little things to jingle each other's jingle bell. There you whatever go. that is. Whatever that you know, may be. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, yeah, it can be a, what do you call it? A metaphor, a yeah. double entendre, triple entendre. Listen, hear the song, write your own verses, and have fun with it. There we go. Vestai Jackson bonus song here. Happy holidays with Jingle Your Jingle Bell on the Music of America podcast. Well, it's Christmas time, y'all. Ooh, and this feeling has just got me tingling. And ain't nothing can satisfy, girl, but your jingle.
you so happy and filled with cheer to be spending this Christmas with you, my dear. Now let's go stand underneath that mistletoe and hug and kiss each other till we holler, ho, ho, ho. I just want a jingle. Vastai Jackson, first holiday song of the season here on the Music of America podcast. How about that, Vastai? You broke oh, ground. Oh, I'm honored. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for jingling my jingle bell. You're welcome, brother. Yeah, so this is the last section of the show. We call this shameless self-promotion, and this is where you get to like really just tell us how we can help you. Tell us how we can support you with buying your music, your merch, shows that are coming up, CDs coming up, whatever. Go ahead. Well, listen, guys and gals. Um, just go to Facebook, Instagram, avastidejackson.com, Google me, whatever the case may be, stream the music, send me a DM via Facebook, and uh, and even my email address. We're not going to talk about it. It's music at gmail.com. Now, if you want to support live music, 
and you want me to utilize me with your support, tell everybody to bring you to the city or the country you're in. I don't mind traveling. I don't mind flying. I don't mind driving, riding a donkey to your festival, <laughs> to your convention center, your club, or even a house concert from solo to orchestra. Yeah. So listen, we just we we love sharing the music in any form and fashion, right? So you know, just reach out, you know, buy some music, you know, book a gig, you know. Uh, music is family to me. When I'm connecting with people, whether I'm a musician playing, or whether I'm sitting there enjoying music, or even talking about music, this is a wonderful fellowship to me. It adds so much to my life to change this energy, you know. And so this is here on the far side. And uh, the music of America, yeah, get what? Because I am American music, yeah. yeah. You know, it, it, so so like when, when we talk about the aspect of America's music, blues is such an integral part of that. Of course, blues is not all I do. So we do everything from blues to reggae to soul to country and western, all kinds of music. But there's always some blues in it, yeah. And that means what? It's America's music. It's Americana. There yeah, we so we, we, we love presenting the culture of America and sonics and music to people all over the world. And this music is appreciated all over the world. Yeah, and it's so good to be at home in Mississippi on this sort of overcast gray day. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a cool thing. Vasti, it's been a real pleasure meeting you. And again, that website is Vasti Jackson. Dot com, is that right? com. Yes, and Tom, listen, man, thank you. Thank you so much, Tom, for contacting me, man. I've enjoyed uh, this session with you, brother. I, I, I am absolutely blessed, man. I really am, and I appreciate you giving me the time. And uh, we'll connect. You know, I will get to Mississippi, and we will connect. And I want to sit back and maybe uh, sip an iced tea or have, a, a, a you know, some nice fresh catfish or Maybe oh, yeah. an adult beverage yeah. or six, you know? <laughs> yeah, at least six. At least six. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right, brother. Thank you. Best Eye Jackson, thank our guest. Know. All right, man. Up next, a very unique, funky, psychedelic, improv sort of band tomorrow on the Music of America podcast. They're called The Squunk. You've been listening to the Music of America podcast. If you like today's show, please go to the website at www.musicofamericapod.com or our Music of America podcast Facebook page. Like us and follow the show and episodes. We tally the votes of all our shows, and the most listened to shows will be rebroadcast on our best of shows at the end of the season. I look forward to having you with us again and listening to the Music of America.